you deserve an escape. Come and escape with us while we provide all of your hair care and skincare needs and desires. Elysium Escape Salon is now open in Midtown Tulsa. ElysiumEscape.com. This is The Redefine with Jeremy and Christy. Just getting back from back in town from You're, the trip. You got a little scruffy scruff. I, I can tell you returned back to Oklahoma. <laughs> You're scruffy in your uh, Yeah, head. I don't know if that's for the Boston air. <laughs> no, I think back in town. coming back. <laughs> You're Boston. probably clear in Boston. Yeah, I was in the harbor. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Redefine with Jeremy and Christy. And yeah, um, I caught a lot of that sea breeze. It was a good time to get away. Got to check out uh, East Coast. I was out there with the, some family. It was fun. The pictures are beautiful. Yeah. Get here, like all your favorite things. We'll talk about that yeah, later. Definitely, we did a lot of exploring. <laughs> walked a lot. I definitely got my steps in, Christy. Ooh, walking so proud around. Of you, oh Jeremy. my gosh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> um, we have a guest here today. Yes, I am excited. So excited to have Deborah on today. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. And uh, what does Deborah do? So um, first off, she works upstairs. Yeah. Everybody knows where Elysium is, and she works upstairs, and then I have the honor of getting to cut her fantastic head of hair, so <laughs> I'm thankful for that. But in the middle of cutting her hair, I've gotten to learn some fantastic things about Deborah, and people don't realize what all this chick does. And so I wanted to bring her on the show and have her introduce herself and bring awareness to all the things that she's working on and some upcoming events. And so, Deborah, what's your day job? Tell us about your day job real fast. <laughs> well, Christy, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so my day job, I own my own bookkeeping company. And I work with small business owners, helping them with their bookkeeping and keeping their books up to date. Nice. And I think so that they're ready for the tax man at the end of the year. Ooh, much needed. Yes. <laughs> but your heart also goes a different direction. And yes, so my, let's talk about that, Deborah. So my passion is um, saving and protecting our kiddos. I like it. So uh, along with uh, Megan Weinkoff and I, we are the co-leaders for A21 Tulsa Walk for Freedom. And in October... We will be having um, our annual walk. It'll be our sixth year to bring the walk to Tulsa. And what is cool about this is it happens all over the globe on the same day. That's amazing. And so all over the world, um, a walk to bring awareness and education for human trafficking across the globe. Ooh, it just gives me chills to think about that. Which I know... From a listener standpoint, from um, anyone hearing this, this is a, something that definitely uh, should be addressed in all over the world. Talk a little about what A21 Tulsa, the A21. walk, A A21. So A21 stands for Abolish Slavery in the 21st Century. That's okay. cool. And it was started in 2008 by Nick and Christine Kane. And um, it started because she saw a poster in an airport of missing children. Because at that time, the picture of the little girl was the same age as her daughter. And okay. she was like, where are these kids? You know, and it, for coming from a mama, oh. you know, your mama's heart when your baby, something's going on with your baby, you want to know, you want to fix it. Absolutely. And so um, she learned about human trafficking and what was happening. Mm. And so I heard her speak in 2009. Um, about human trafficking, did some education on my own 
about what was happening here in Tulsa and um, got convicted and found out it is happening. And it's like, this is not okay. And it's like, I have to do something to help protect these kids. Because I'm sure a lot of people, we just live our day-to-day lives Mm -hmm. and we go about it and we don't really know. So what? So the legal, um, what human trafficking is, Mm -hmm. human trafficking is the illegal trade of human beings. It is the recruitment, control, and use of people for their bodies and for their labor through force, fraud, or coercion for the benefit of someone else. Wow. That is the legal definition of human trafficking. A lot of people think it looks like Taken, the movie Taken. Right. And while that happens, that's a rarity, mm-hmm. um, that scenario. In Oklahoma, uh, especially here in Tulsa, it's through family members. What? Yes. Huge shock. Wait a minute. I think everyone hears about trafficking and probably don't ever think family, right? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, family being, you know, the people that are supposed to be the one to protect you. Um, But it's being um, one of the survivors that we had the privilege to speak with and everything. It started for her at the age of 10 because her mom needed drug money. Mm. And... Um, so there was this guy from another state that would come pick up this 10-year-old on Friday after school. He would keep her for the weekend and bring her back to her mama on Sunday night for her to go to school. Oh, my God. It just makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, that is. So the condition was like being built into mm-hmm. what she knew. Yes. Oh, and my gosh. So what traffickers are looking for is they're looking for the the kid who is mad at their mama because their mama told them to go do the dishes. So they get online and they vent. And what kid, you know, gets mm-hmm. angry at their parents because they don't want to pick All up their them. room. Every and one of them. Every one of <laughs> them. Every one of us, every one of them. <laughs> and so they're looking for the kid who gets online and is talking about, you know, oh, my life is so horrible because I had to, you know, do the dishes and pick up my room. How dare they expect me to, you know, live in a clean bedroom. <laughs> These first world problems. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, so then they, the, the predator will be online and they're recruiters, just like for a job. They oh, are, wow. And because they are looking for somebody to fill a position. Oh, my God. And they will befriend them. Um, some scenarios are with the ki- they're looking uh, for the girl that's hanging back, that's not engaged with the other girls, that she's the group of, kind of the loner in the group. Mm-hmm. More so, introverted. More introverted. And so they will look to her and befriend her, um, build a relationship with her, and where she feels she's being special and, you know, this individual, you know, really loves me and you know wants to be with me and he's told me all of these wonderful beautiful things Mm. and Mm -hmm. when in reality it's just a recruiting technique and then they you know well I love you let's do xyz then it's well the horrible part begins you did this for me you know I'm going to take all these pictures I've posted these pictures and um, if you don't, you know, 
go do what I've asked, then I'm going to go tell your parents. I'm going to go release the photos. Release the photos, yeah. and then because they they have that bond with them because of the relationship, and then guilt and shame sets in, and they've created a trauma bond. It's um, called a trauma bond. I have never bond. heard of that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! And mm-hmm. um, wow. what is crazy is when I was, you know, in high school, middle school, you know, getting to first base was holding somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. First base now is sending nude photos. That's first base. That's first base. That's oh, first wow. base now. I didn't realize the bases had changed. Oh, I didn't either. Oh my! I yes. thought I was still playing the old game. Yeah, we just hold hands. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, so uh, that's first base. So that happens not, before you even meet someone mm-hmm. before you even know, you, you may not even know their true identity uh-huh. because they are on the other end of that screen and they can get through all kinds of chats. Oh, so that's like the element of catfishing is now very big. Yes. Oh my goodness. Different. Because so much of it goes unreported, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of, data per se mm-hmm. um we just know within whenever it finally became a law in the state of oklahoma to um traffic somebody it used to not be against the law mm-hmm. um when it finally became a law in the state of oklahoma within three weeks they had their first trafficking case on the books wow i'm surprised it went <gasps> three hours yeah and all the blows my yeah. mind. it's all the things that are unknown too that goes on right i mean which is right, the biggest because, part of us and that is and that is why the walk exists um is to bring awareness because a lot of people doesn't think it happens in tulsa oklahoma we're the bible belt right mm-hmm. yeah you know oh, it good. doesn't in our little incubator yeah it doesn't yeah. happen here but okay. it does Almost, I think we've talked about a lot of things on our show that have to do with when things don't directly impact you. Right. You don't, you're not apt to realize things that are going around. If you're not directly impacted, you you don't think about it. Well, and I think for the most people, our brain doesn't go there. No. And everything, because we wouldn't ever dream of purposely harming a child. So it's news to us that somebody could actually do that to another human being. Yeah, it is a. It's still alarming. It's probably as high as these numbers are, and what um, trafficking has has come to. I mean, yeah, that is insane. Um, what can we just everyday people do to help you and help the situation and help bring awareness to it? But then also, like, how do we help the victims? How do we get the victims to speak out? And so, I'm going to do kind of like a side story real fast while you think about like an answer to that. But I also want to give mad props to our um, state board inspectors and examiners because I do know that in the salon world and a lot yeah. of nail salons and things like that, there's a ton of this going on. And um, I wanted to bring up Caroline Hagberg. I'm sorry, Caroline, if I said your name wrong. But anyway, she is our state board examiner here, and I just fell in love with her. She is a bulldog. When she walks in the room, she's all pretty like you and all dressed up and you would not think, but she will take you down if she needs to. (laughs) I love her. What a good poker face. She is good. I love her so much. So I just wanted to shout out to her because she shares a lot of the same Mm -hmm. stories like Deborah sharing with us today. And she walk, she'll walk into a a nail salon. I mean, they go in blindsided. They, they don't get to have weapons on them. They go in all of these places. I would never even want to drive through, but they go. 
Um, and people will run out. Employees will run because they know yeah, that they're illegal. And I believe that's a lot of human trafficking going on there, but there's mm-hmm. really not a lot that, you know, state board can do about it. All they can do is find them per person. Right. Anyway, I just want to give her a shout out and just say thanks for your hard work and helping keep our salons inspected and hopefully. Who sees know. it from that side of the world, not just maybe as a kid. Correct. Right. Maybe it's because not just a child. Because yes. an, another avenue of human trafficking is forced labor mm-hmm. where someone is promised a job yes, and they go to take the job. Their documents um, are taken from them mm-hmm. and they're forced because they can't leave and they're forced into servitude. They're forced to forced labor. And so that is another, it's not always just sexual uh, trafficking, but it's also forced labor. A lot of nails and massage and things like that. She said that, you know, they're guaranteed to come to this country and have freedom and they just have to work for this amount of time and that they will be able to be on their own, have their own home and live the lifestyle that you and I are all accustomed to living but the problem is they pay them next to nothing. So they right. can never So they can never pay that debt off. Correct. Yes. And yeah. so it just breaks my heart. Anyway, I wanted to give that shout out. And then also, yeah. Deborah, you know, information that you have that we can do. Obviously, we want to be a part of the walk. We want to advertise it. But what else can all of our listeners and everybody um, tuning in today, what can they do? Well, I'm glad you asked that. One of the things that you can do, if you see something that doesn't look right, mm-hmm. report it. The first thing I would tell people to do is to put the trafficking hotline numbers in your phone so that you've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the Oklahoma Human Trafficking Hotline, the phone number is 855-617-2288. And that is for the Oklahoma Human Trafficking Hotline. For the National Human Trafficking Hotline, it's one 888 373 7888. And again, that is 888-373-7888. And that is the National Trafficking, Human Trafficking Hotline. And so if we assume or we see something and we're just suspicious about it, we call that number. If you see somebody that they have somebody that's speaking up for them, they're not allowed to talk. Um, Somebody that doesn't have the freedoms that you and I do mm-hmm. and they're being controlled by another person and everything report it because there's probably something going on there. Yeah. And this is probably something, I mean, I'm guessing here, but I think I've seen situations that could have been that gas stations, mm-hmm. um, things that, you know, maybe you're traveling are those spots to definitely consider if you're going to a restaurant, a gas station, uh, going to Walmart, yeah, and just and just be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that you can do is educate yourself. You know, do your own research. Make your own decision. It's one thing for me to tell you, and it's completely different if you dig in and right. learn yourself. And then, um, but get involved with the local agencies here in town that are helping um, the spring is a great location. Um, they it used to be Day Spring Villa. It's now the Spring, and they are. It's a shelter for domestic and human trafficking victims with their children, and they can take their pets. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Um, the spring. The spring. The spring. Okay. Um, I have to look that up. Yeah. The, the demand that. project is doing a fabulous job also of educating and um, putting information out to how to protect your children. Another one, Stand for Justice, is um, reaching people in massage parlors, in um, stroke clubs, mm-hmm. and everything, and just you know, letting them know that there's another option. A lot of times we see people that are not there by choice. And that there is somebody that can help you. I feel like, you know, there were times in in my life, not to make it about me, but where you're like, I have to do it all on my own. I've got to figure it out. I've got to do this. And then Mm -hmm. you've got some dead-end roads there. And then you get there and you think, what else can I do? And so they maybe they hit dead-end roads and they feel like this is, this is all I know, or this is all I can do. And or no one's going to be able to help. Or no, one, right. no one even well, wants to help, you know, but the, to know that The very first walk that we did in 2017, um, after the walk, we came back and we were doing our wrap-up. And a young 14-year-old girl came up to Megan, uh, who's my co-leader, and she was crying because the next week she was supposed to be testifying against her trafficker. Mm. And she was like, I didn't know anybody cared. And it gave her hope Mm -hmm. knowing that there were people that were, that were fighting for her. So just let people know, you know, there is, there is hope. Yeah. I'm happy to spread this info, Jeremy. For the, for the walk, definitely. This is uh, something to keep in mind. And one more time. So that's coming up on October 15th, correct? October 15th, yes. Where's it located? Um, and it will be at the Assembly in Broken Arrow. Okay. And that's 200 Broadway. Okay. Uh, the, the walk will be less than a mile um, and everything. But what is going to be fantastic about this and uh, that I'm so excited about is we're going to have guest speakers there. So there will be a panel that will consist of law enforcement, human trafficking victims that will be giving their story. Oh, wow. um, there will be people from mental health there. There will be um, people that are with prevention, um, with uh, changing lanes. And um, the spring will also be there and everything to tell about recovery and what that looks like and that, how you like can get very important how you can get involved, but it will be an open conversation Uh and everything that the audience can have with these professionals in this area and everything and be able to help um, answer your questions. But we'll also have service organizations there um, that is doing something that is impacting our community. Uh You know, what is it that's not okay to happen on your watch? Nice. That's a great way of looking at that. Yeah. And this um, is where you start, where you can get information. I wear this bracelet that says because. I was about to ask, what is that saying? Because I didn't see all the letters there. See the A21? Oh, and, I see this. Okay. It, it says oh. because. And it's because there's 8 million people enslaved. Wow. And it's just a reminder to me to be grateful for the opportunities presented to me and that I can't do it by myself, mm-hmm. right. but if we lock arms and lock elbows with you, we can make a bigger impact. Exactly. Absolutely. And another yep. thing that you can do, give of your time, mm-hmm. but not only that, give of your money, because to make an impact costs money. 
It does, absolutely. Right. And to That's reach the these people, these children that need desperately, desperately need our help, it costs money. Everything costs money. Everything costs money. I think pretty sure we'll be having to like, <laughs> pay to breathe, right? Like, yeah, that's the next uh-oh, thing. Uh-oh, you took a deep list. breath. That's yep. five more dollars. <laughs> put, it in, put it in the jar. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. If you want to check out more info, though, I see this too. Facebook.com slash A21Tulsa or A21.org slash Tulsa. And I'm sure they can yeah. go there and find out all about the walk. And um, it's coming up on October 15th. October 15th. So registration, uh, it is free. Uh, registration will start at 8 and the event will kick off at 9 a.m. on Saturday, October the 15th. How late does it go? It will go for about two and a half hours. So we'll be done by by 11, 30, 12. Just because, so. you know, people have to schedule right. kids. And, and it'll be here before we know it. Oh, yeah. yes. It's here. Wow. It's, it's almost weeks. here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but we do have two exciting things. Yeah. If you want to put it on your calendar. And you can find the information on our Facebook page. But we are doing, uh, with doTERRA Helping Hands, we're doing a fundraiser with them. So they're matching funds. So great opportunity to double your money. Yep. And um, and everything. But all this information will be on our Facebook page. And then September the 22nd, for all of you Kendra Scott fans, (laughs) we are doing a fundraiser with Kendra Scott. And um, there will be, there's a code posted that on September the 22nd, um, any purchase that you make, put in this code and a percentage of your, the proceeds will come to us. Well, certainly and all well, that's So if you've got birthdays and Christmas <laughs> is coming. Yeah. We all do. And, and so, but, so we are very grateful to uh, doTERRA and uh, to Kendra Scott for helping us. Hey, that's that's amazing. All that info. But once again, Deborah from A21 Tulsa Walk for Freedom Human Trafficking Awareness and Education event that's coming up. October 15th, uh, they're in Broken Arrow, the assembly, and that's going to be an amazing thing. So thank you, Deborah, for coming in today yes. and well, sharing thank so you. much. Thank, thank you, you for so your much. your heart and your yeah. passion and your drive. And, yeah. well, and what you're doing is, so, it, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard not to, what you're doing is such a huge, huge thing. Yes. I mean, because it puts people in perspective of, the, the, I think the biggest word in this is the human aspect of it. Yes. It's crazy what happens out there, and to be able to have something like this is amazing. So, thank you for your work. Well, thank you, thank yes. you for allowing me to the opportunity to share and to to get the knowledge out there. Absolutely. And then, yeah. um, when we end our show, we always do uh, what we call fishbowl wisdom. I want to say thanks to Poppy's Garden Floral Design and Events, located in Muskogee and in downtown Tulsa. Fall is creeping in, as we were mentioning, with October on the way um, for the A21 Tulsa Walk for Freedom. And what you can do if you're thinking about an event coming up as far as um, weddings, um, things that are going to be outside. You're looking at maybe uh, putting together um, some, I don't know, balloon decorations. Megan really does it all. Poppy's Garden, floral design and events. You can shop online um, and check out uh, what Megan has. And she can build really anything from maybe a custom idea, right, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Megan, I love your work, Megan. It's crazy. <laughs> Poppy's Dash Garden. You can go to poppiesdashgarden.com or you can find Megan on Instagram too. It's poppies underscore garden, our sponsor of Fishbowl Wisdom. Memes and things that we look up so we share. We like to end it on a positive note, send people out for the day just to kind of, you know, something positive. And I feel like, especially someone in a position such as yourself, that you always have something that you live by each day that inspires you. 
So we have a quote typically that we'll pull out of our fishbowl. And that quote could inspire, could motivate, Mm -hmm. could be your mantra. Yes. Whatever. Grace is the face that love wears when it meets imperfection. Yeah, that's a good one. So grace is the face that love wears when it meets imperfection. Grace is interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So it's imperfection is there. Oh, it's there. Oh, man. That's why we need grace. Mm-hmm. Man, we need, <laughs> and that's the we face that grace. love wears <laughs> when there's imperfections, which is a lot. <laughs> Let's do it differently. I like it. You're good with that? I like it. Don't okay. you like it? Grace is the face that love wears. When there's imperfections, I think we are perfectly imperfect. Yes, we are. We are perfectly imperfect. Grace in the universe. Yes. Grace in traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, especially at five o'clock on Highway 75. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Lots, lots, and lots of grace. Or any time on 69. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day, man, I wish I could have done this. And they're like, oh, Jeremy, well, you're not perfect. So just quit wishing. Darn, Jeremy. I thought you were. Now I've lost all hope. (laughs) Get in line. (laughs) Thank you again, Deborah, for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. I I appreciate it. Yeah, Deborah, this is great. Um, And have a great day. And uh, think about grace. Yeah. Have some grace today, everybody. Bye.